0: Hello there and welcome back to another Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast. For those who are just joining on this pageant journey, my name is Hannah Golding. I am the founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones. We've been going for four years now, the author of The Ultimate Pageant Handbook, as well as a pageant coach and international pageant queen winner. Um eleven years. <laughs> uh enough with the intro though. I feel really weird to introduce myself. Um even though for some people finding this podcast it is the first time you'll know about me. Um so welcome there are so many other episodes that you can listen to with lots of amazing information. Um before we go into any detail of what today's subject is going to be like I just wanted to quickly promote pageant con. So for those of you who may know PageantCon is back for 2021, it's a virtual pageant experience full of guest experts from all over the UK, from all different backgrounds of pageantry, so many years experience that these girls have, um, and yeah, absolutely incredible, amazing people um, who are giving up their time to teach you about everything pageantry, so platforms, interviews, styling, wardrobe, sponsorships, press, everything you can think of. Is going to be in Pageant Con. It is the twenty second and twenty third of May. Um, it stops at six o'clock because if you didn't know as well, Miss Intercontinental UK virtual finals are going to be um streamed. I assume on Instagram or Facebook. I'm, I'm not too sure about those details. Um, but I know they have a live final and it starts like seven. Um, so we are gonna want to watch um who gets crowned and who will be competing at internationals. Um. So yes, so they will be up until six and then of course all day Sunday. The tickets are just £5 and that £5 goes directly to our Just Giving link so you know that 100% of your money goes to Mind UK, an amazing charity really close to my heart and one that Sparks and Rice Stones really publishes because mental health is so important, especially with today's current climate. But enough... With the plugs now, let's get on to today's subject, and it's all about your unique selling point, your USP. And so, the second week of the other extra sparkle interview masterclass, we talk about your unique selling point, your what makes you unique, your platform, charity, something about you that really makes you stand out in your pageant interview. But now I'm going to hit you with some stone cold hard facts and that is you will have the same platform as someone else in the patent industry there are over a thousand pageant girls in the uk if not more and honestly there's going to be similar ideas there's going to be similar campaigns there's going to be similar beliefs you know i have a platform of mental health <laughs> and so many people in the patent industry have a platform of mental health but it's what you do with it but also how you promote it what you do with that platform, that's what you will bring into the pageant interview, but also it's your uniqueness, it's your personality. Your personality is what's going to make your interview different to, let's say, there are five girls in front of me and they have all have the same platform of mental health. So they've said the whole thing, the whole thing over and over again, and then it gets to my turn. Are the judges bored? No, the judges shouldn't be bored because the judges are picked to listen to our interviews. You have just three minutes. If you're doing a media interview, you have unlimited time sometimes or scheduled time. If it's on television, you might have only like five minutes or 10 minutes to get your point across if you're doing a debate. But the judges are there because they have experience of pageant judging they have experience of being pageant queen or being part of the pageant industry so they are interested in what you are going to say um and and yeah and it's what I put across I'm not going to tell you what I would say in my pageant interview because of course I'm competing soon. <laughs> Um and also, I don't know what I'm gonna say right now. Um, because some people always say, like, I'm not gonna say that line because someone else is gonna steal it in their interview. Um, or some people say that pageant coaches teach everyone to say exactly the same thing. Um, and that is not true. There are things that people will say, there are links, but I always say to my clients, with any pageant interview, you make it about you, you bring the links back to yourself. Um, You know, you talk about yourself, about why you want to win, what makes you the best queen, what makes you stand out. Um, So (laughs) I'm not teaching every single girl to say the same thing. I know that there are pageant coaches in the UK that aren't doing that as well because we all know from being past pageant queens and from being on panels, on the judging panels of several different pageants, I'm very lucky that I've been able to judge at regional and national pageants. So I know that I have experience on the other side. I know what the judges are looking for. I know that from the extensive feedback from internationals, I knew for next time exactly what they were looking for. I knew exactly the criteria. And that is what benefits with any pageant coach and not just say myself, any of a pageant coach here in the UK. We know what it's like to be on the other side, not just as a contestant as well. I'm talking about We know what it's like to be on the panel, we know what's expected, and that's why we can bring that into pageant coaching. So we're not going to teach everyone to say the same thing, we want you to be your own person, your unique self, and use those unique selling points, as I said at the start, to make sure that the judges are engaged and in your conversation, and that they're like, wow, is so exciting, tell us more, because this is where I always say to um girls, when we're talking about interview, that you are the one leading the conversation, it may seem like the judges are in control, but you are the one in the hot seat, you are the one controlling them, with your answers, you are then swaying that conversation, if you say something exciting, expand enough but not too much you know you give a little bit but not loads they're gonna want to know more about that it's the same with your intro it's the same with that now before I go into any more detail about your unique selling point as such I need to highlight the difference between a pageant interview and the pageant interview so as a pageant queen as a finalist or as a queen before the lead up after the finals you will have pageant interviews whether it is a podcast whether it is online a live one or a pre-recorded one it's box and rhinestones who do pre-recorded whether there are other um pageant magazines and pageant outlets that have um live ones i've done a few live ones in my time Um i absolutely loved pageantry live when i was over in america that was great we had like an hour and a half discussion, and it was just so warm and friendly. You could tell that she was just excited to say she was just excited about pageantry. And the fact that she <laughs> just came out of hospital as well, after her heart, she is a trooper. And that's what a great interview is um, it's someone who is interested in what you want to say. It's not the views, it's not how many people tune in, the comments that you get, and you know. Us girls we we're planning like in the pageant comments as well. <laughs> we we're planning to go into Disneyland. Pageant girls are going to Disneyland. Like crazy. Uh, <laughs> but that's how that's how the conversation flowed. I was talking about my experience in pageants, um competing internationally in Paris, and that's how that led onto the um having a pageant trip to Paris and Disneyland because I said you know I've competed in Disneyland twice but I've never actually gone there just without pageantry um <laughs> so we said about you know all these girls coming up and like it is a really nice conversation very conversational and in that interview i got my points across about my platform about my experiences i spoke so much about my advocacy but there was also fun elements in there as well and that's what makes a perfect pageant interview is an element of fun but also informative now for sparkles and rhinestones we only do 10 15 minute usual interviews sometimes they go up to half an hour we don't do any more just because it's not live it's pre-recorded and it gives us a chance to go over your platforms, share anything, not everyone wants to talk loads, and then there are some girls <laughs> who want to talk the whole time, and share thing and just like get everything out there, and you have to, as an interviewer, you allow that, when it comes to the pageant interview, you only have three to five minutes, some systems have three minutes, some systems have five minutes, so you have to be straight to the point straight to the point with that interview, to get your points across, to get your personality across, to get your uniqueness across, to get your platform across, and anything else you've done. So when we talk about interview prep, we say about bullet points, making sure you have your top three points that you want to get across, and that's what you're going to do. And this is where I talk about how it's going to be similar to others. Most people talk about their platform. It's a given, it's a pageant platform, you know, or charity. Work. You're going to get asked about it. Asked about what you're going to do in the lead, like in the lead up, what you've done, what you plan to do if you're to win. Then there's the questions about what do you think is a role model. Why should you win? There are going to be similar answers that you give that the next person will give and the next person after that because that is the similarities of a pageantry. It's up to you to showcase your personality and show your uniqueness. What is one thing that you have that no one else has? And even if you do have that, how are you going to sell it to the judges to make them think that you are the first and only person that's ever thought of this idea? And this is what can get people down before they go into the pageant interview. They feel that they haven't got a unique selling point, that they're not that special, that they've done loads of work, loads of hard work, but why should they win? You know, you have people who are very overconfident as well, but when it comes to articulating it and putting it into words, it becomes a struggle. And I think as well, there's such a pressure, especially when there are people saying, you know, I don't want to hear the same thing over and over again. I get bored of this. I don't want the perfect um, pageant queen in my interview. I want something different. The thing is we all have an idea about what we want to be as a pageant queen if you want to be and the Americans describe this term a pageant patty it's like the perfect pageant girl they don't stray off from the script um and this is from like reading the American books that I have never experienced a pageant patty as such maybe maybe I have actually with some Australians um when we went to face the globe they were like perfection and this is not meant to be as in like a nasty comment because I don't think that although we say don't be a pageant patty there's nothing wrong with being a pageant patty if that's how you perceive pageantry um but yeah the Americans the Americans (laughs) the Australians were just like perfection like they had everything they're like their speeches outfits like they had it all um but from reading <laughs> from reading what a pageant, Patty's terminology is, it's you know, someone who's perfection and we all know that the imperfections are what make us perfect. We want to make sure that we are a diamond in the rough, as they say. Um, we're very British as well, aren't we, in the UK? We don't wanna highlight all our amazingness because we don't want to sound too big headed or too pompous. <laughs> um But in a pageant interview, that's what you need to be. You need to be selling yourself in a pageantry way. Let's just put that term there. Um, You know, you're selling them the dream that you are the best candidate for this job role. So don't go into the interview worrying that you have to be the idea of perfection, that you have to fit into what they deem as the perfect pageant queen. Because you don't need to be that way as most judges say, they're looking for personality, they're looking for what makes you you. But if you sound the same as everyone else, that's absolutely fine. And I have to really pinpoint this because you don't actually know what those people sound like. And the judges will know. If the judges see similarity, they're going to have similarity because it's the same questions being asked. You know, there's only so many... Qualities of a pageant queen that you can go through you know before you 're hearing the same thing again and again, but that is why they are selected as judges because the directors know that they are going to listen to every single girl who interviews and boys obviously for male pageants um they 're going to go through every single question they 're going to listen to them they 're not going to get bored because. If you're bored of the questions, if you're bored of the answers that are being given, then why are you there? Your heart's not in it. That's why they wouldn't be, that's why when we select judges, like they want to judge, you know. Why would you be a judge or why would you be an interviewer if you don't want to hear the same thing over and over again? I have this because I have experience as a judge, as a pageant contestant, and as a pageant interviewer. I was going to say interviewee. I have experience with that too. Um, But I ask the same questions over and over again. I don't get bored because I love hearing the answers. Sometimes they're the same. The amount of times I've asked um, the question, what advice would you give to people who are looking to enter pageants? And I can tell you, if I had a pageant bingo, 9 out of 10, it would be just be yourself. I know we say it all. Just be yourself. And I have probably said that answer as well when being asked. <laughs> Just be yourself. It is a cliche, but you know what? It works. It works. So, pageant girls, if you're wondering and worrying... Say what you have to say, what feels true to you. So going on to your unique selling point, if you don't think you have one, you do. Your platform is something that's unique to you and it's how you're promoting it. Not everyone has a platform. We know this. However, a platform is so beneficial. But the reason why, and it's not just saying, uh, this is my platform, Um, I have it, I like this course, but I don't actually do anything with it. Like I just feel like I need it because it's cool because everyone has a platform. Um... You know and I I feel like I could compare this to something to my childhood of everyone having something and you want it, then when you get it it's not really that cool, you know? But I'm really old compared to some of you girls, so I'm not gonna go (laughs) into that because you'd be like, what is she going on about? You know, if I mention a Tamagotchi, the Tamagotchi's are really cool anyway, so let's not go into that. Um but you don't have to get platform just because it's the in thing, you know, you don't have to get a Giovanni gown because that's what everyone's wearing, or Sherry Hill couture, Sherry Hill because everyone's wearing that. You know, I have to have a cape just because everyone else has a cape. You know, you have styles and outfits that suit you and look good on you. You don't have to go with the current trends if that's not something that suits you. The same with a platform. However, if you do have a platform, then you look at okay, so I have a platform, so how is the crown going to benefit this? So then you would say. Well, the crown is going to elevate, so I have a bigger reach, so a bigger audience. Um, I would have the ability to, you know, go into schools to, you know, start your own non for profit organization, to go abroad to help, you know, to help here in the UK to hold events. Think of those things. These are going to be your unique selling point. So, I will talk about my unique selling point, which at the moment. Like, I could think of, I did, I've done lots of stuff in my finalist journey. However, I'm going to talk about pageant con because for me, that is a unique experience that no one else has done so far in regards to pageantry. Because there are finalists in the same category that have done like makeup classes, um, there are ones in the pageant that have done different languages, exercise um, through Zoom. Like there's loads of different classes, so it's not it's not unique as such. But then, if you explain it, it becomes unique. So I can say, yes, pageant con was a virtual experience, and then I can say of how I organised it, what it offered, the fundraising, and then the plans of how to elevate that. So my unique standpoint is, yes, I fundraised this amount of money for Mind. Um. So currently we're on. 800 odd so hopefully by by July it'd be a thousand um fingers crossed but <laughs> anyways down from the point um I can say about pageant con the money raised and should I win the crown I would love to be able to make this event an actual in-house event um rather than a virtual one you know, and then you can explain more about that, and that's unique standpoint, it could be something crazy you've done for charity, like, so many of you girls have jumped out of planes, bungee jumped, you know, abseiled, and, you know, from someone who's abseiled a lot, it's crazy, you never get me jumping out of a plane, no way, no way, but to someone else who's sitting there, you, sometimes you don't think of how big an achievement is, and then you're sitting next to someone, and, they, well, sitting there in front of you obviously so <laughs> across the table uh they're like oh my goodness that's amazing like how did you achieve that like if you fundraise a huge amount of money or even if you you know did a trek or climbed a mountain or even a hill you know climbing's hard um you know if you're talking about that that's a unique point and when you go on stage i think that's the girl that climbed the mountain." That's the girl that hooped for 15 hours straight to fundraise. You know, that's the girl um who made her own items for charity. You know, that's what they have in their head. And then they see the sassiness on stage and they see all the different outfits, the ones that suit you and suit your personality because they think, wow, that girl's really bubbly and they're showing it on stage. I have interviewed girls on a panel where they have been so rigid in the interview room gets so fluid on the stage and there's probably not the best words for both of those however it shows that you want to make sure you are the complete package you're bringing what you bring to the stage bring it to your interview so with that your unique sign point focus on something that you can talk about for a start rather than just plucking things out of thin air and if you're struggling on that Ask other people, ask your friends, what would you say is unique about me? You know, your coach will tell you <laughs> and give you pointers, but it's up to you to build those blocks all together to make a good point. And then with every answer, focus on getting those bullet points, of getting those points across, Just bringing it back to your personality or bringing it back to something that you've achieved throughout your time as a finalist, you're really proud of and you can talk about, and it shows what kind of a person you are, that's how you're going to bring your unique selling point across. Um. So with all of that, let's just recap on some of the things we have covered. First off, the difference, of course, between a pageant interview and the pageant interview. A pageant interview you have with someone on a podcast or you know pre-recorded or live interview you have that time to expand the answers may sound similar but you have time to expand and go into your point and sometimes you go off course as well that's absolutely fine because that's the personality section you want to give more than just the rigid answers um whereas your pageant interview you have five minutes or three minutes or if you're doing a robin round style, you have a minute each judge so you want to make sure you're getting your best points across and that is your unique selling points so whether it's your platform whether it's a fundraising you've done whether it's just a quality that you have you know resilience resilience can mean so much you know this is your third time competing are you resilient because you just keep getting up and getting in there have you gone through something in your background you know that's led you to your platform or led you to competing um and I've had this before, and someone said, I don't have a sub story. You don't need a sub story. This isn't the X factor, okay? Like, you don't need to have a sub story to get into pageantry. If the reason you got into pageantry is because you want to have fun, do it. Like, say that. You know, get that personality across, and then talk about stuff that you have done, or things that you really want to do. At the end of the day, the judges will see through you if you're not being genuine. Um... The terminology of the pageant patty. Um, that terminology is an American phrase that's been used. And I don't think there are any pageant patties here in the UK. I don't think it's a word we have to really associate with our pageantry um, at all. I don't think, because especially with how British we are, we're very unique with what we present on the UK pageantry stage. So... Don't focus on, oh, I can't be this perfect pageant person. Because here's the thing. No one is perfect. What you see on social media is not the end all of everything. You know, a girl can seem absolutely perfection online. And they could be breaking it inside. They could be really suffering with their mental health or really unconfident. But the, you know, as soon as you put a ring light and a photo... Bam, they're a superstar. Like, literally don't go on comparing yourself to the other girls and like, oh my god, this is amazing, this is amazing. Remember that there will be someone in the pattern industry that will have the same platform as you. Even if your platform is extremely unique, there might be one similar. Similar style, similar name, similar theme, you know, same with campaigns, same with ideas. There is going to be some crossover there's going to be a lot of things that are similar. It's how you deal with it. So going back to the pageant Patty, there is no such thing as perfection in pageantry. We all know that it's to be the best version of ourselves. And that's what you're perfecting. You're perfecting yourself rather than perfecting you going into that. Um. So with that, the judges aren't looking for perfection. They're looking for the best version of you the best version of who will take this crown they're looking for that that's a selection um and you know that all the judges all the judges all the coaches in the UK pageantry industry will get the best that they can out of you you will not get the same answers as everyone else because we work on you your uniqueness your unique standpoint, what makes you you rather than what we know works, we know exactly what the judges are looking for, but it's how it relates to you, how can you tell the judges, I'm what you're looking for, you know, and that's what the coaches have because we have that experience, we have the coaching experience, we have the judging experience, very important, and we have the contestant experience, um, so yes, perfection, if you want to be a pageant party, be a pageant party, but be you, you know, I mean, some people, I'm just obsessed with pageants, I love pageantry, so sometimes I go on talking about things, and people are like, wow, she's really got her stuff together, (laughs) um, yes, for other people, for myself, maybe not, you know, internal crisis, when I come to pageant prep for myself, other people, I have to be a lot more efficient, and I am, because it's not my life, it's someone else's life, so I'll be that annoying person who, pageant splings everything <laughs> if that could be there um but yes find those unique points focus on those you can practice 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 For a coach by yourself youtube podcast there's so much materials that you can work on master classes group session days so many things so take those points that you might not feel are unique but others do and roll with it get them out in your pageant interview remember you only have three minutes to shine so bam make it there but i hope that's made a little bit of sense i just had a few things in my mind um i feel like i'm doing a little voice note to myself so <laughs> if anyone has thoughts on this podcast let me know um we got super super excited about how things are happening we are in april now may next month is pageant con in july we'll start going to pageant events <laughs> again um in october we finally have our rescheduled the big confidence event and of course through them we have our other actually sparkle interview math classes if you if you are looking to up your interview game then please message me book yourself on for may and june um we are halfway through april's now which is amazing um but we also have the handbook we just have loads of amazing stuff um I'll probably procrastinate a little bit because I have my operation uh next week <laughs> about a week a week and a bit a week and a bit time second time round let's hope it starts um <laughs> but I digress um we have yeah so many amazing things so especially if you're journey just enjoy it enjoy it however you can ask people don't be afraid to ask, listen to these podcasts, there's so many other podcasts as well, I'm not just going to say I'm amazing, even though I'm giving you good advice, still, there are amazing people in the pageant industry, and that's why I have pageant con, because <laughs> there are just so many amazing people with amazing advice, Um, you know, I'm not the queen of everything, like, I can't tackle everything, like, I procrastinate too much for that, um, <laughs> imagine if I had, I could use 100% of my brain, I would be taking over pageant world but I'm not um <laughs> but thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope you have enjoyed it I hope you've got the information you needed if you have any topics you want to discuss let a girl know but for now thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day night morning whatever you're listening to this